You are now listening to season two, episode eight. Every failure is a blessing. Don't nobody like no Debbie Down ass nigga. You are some take your pain and make champagne with it, you dick. What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Anaya Ivy, and welcome back to my podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different just due to the fact that um, I don't even know where to start, to be honest. Um, mm. Well, let me start off by saying death is something that is a part of life. And I still don't believe that humans have grasped that concept of understanding it because one minute people are here, the next are not, you know? Um, and I think that's that's one of the main things that we will never wrap our minds around, you know? Um, losing someone or losing someone that we don't know, just losing someone in general is, is can be a tricky thing. And let me just say this to people that are closed-minded and a little ignorant, especially on social media that think that their words don't affect people. Um, Just because a celebrity or a public figure passes away and people may not know that person of what they're known for, but when they read their story or watch videos and pictures and they feel connected to that person... Don't make it such a, oh, now you want to, now people want. It's not about that. It's the fact that when it, bec- when it becomes somebody passing away or getting killed or dying or a tragic death, your first human instinct, if you have a heart, is to feel. And it is okay to feel. It is okay to cry. It is okay to be upset. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be confused. It is okay to be sad, especially when con- when this concerns death. I think that people need to be a little bit more compassionate and understanding when when everybody feels a type of way. When you lose a brother in your community, you feel some type of way, especially when it was a senseless killing. Anybody can feel some type of way. A 20-year-old kid who's the same age as this artist, can feel some type of way. So for anybody that's a little bit ignorant and closed-minded and feel, oh, why people want to talk about the da 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 Because they're human, dummy. And everybody is entitled to feelings and emotions. Are you kidding me? Are we supposed to just scroll by and be like, oh, <laughs> nah, you, you want to know what happened? Who is this person? Why would somebody want to, you feel me? So let's let's start thinking about shit before we start typing stupid shit online, okay? So I just wanted to say that because I just see a lot of people trying to defend why they were posting certain stuff. And it's just like, who gives a fuck? If you feel like you wanted to send good energy and vibrations out in the universe concerning someone passing away, that's your fucking business. And if you want to use your platform to do such, anybody don't like a kick fucking rocks. And that's just what it is. So anyways... Because I don't want to get all rowdied up about that. But it's just, it, it bothers me that people are so fucking closed. Why people want to, why did What? Yo, let people pay their respects. 
It's a lot of people who don't know who Pop Smoke is, and now they get to know who he is and learn more about him and become fans of his music. And there's nothing wrong with that. Let's stop. Let's start with that ignorance shit. So, anyways, cause cause this is a lot. Um, yesterday I wake up, the first thing I see is rest in peace, Pop Smoke everywhere. I'm like, what? I just was really starting to get into his music not that long ago. And it's just like, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is fucking crazy. And I was even mind blown because I just spoke about people being jealous of your potential. That you haven't even reached where you're completely going yet. And motherfuckers is mad. And when I look at the situation with Pop Smoke, a lot of people was jealous. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to give you five reasons why. Why people around him was jealous or people that don't or outside influences was jealous, okay? Number one, he's black. Number two, he's 20. Number three, he's swaggy as fuck. Number four, he's handsome. Number five, he's talented. If you're someone who's not confident, you lack certain shit, you see this young nigga from New York getting it lit, all of a sudden now he just popped out of nowhere. This, this motherfucker lit lit. Niggas is jealous. Niggas is jealous. And then, you know, I was getting into his, like, his vibe and energy and stuff. Like, just looking at his pictures and videos. He had a light about him. He had a special light about him. He had star quality. He was destined to just be bigger than, than what he was at right now. He had the potential. He was about to blow the fuck up. He was about to go on tour. He was selling merch. His music was going up. He got songs with Travis Scott. He got songs with Quavo. He was turning the fuck up. Niggas was mad. Niggas was jealous. Niggas was hating. Niggas was salty. That's what the fuck that was. You know, when it first was reported, they were saying, oh, it was a robbery. No, it wasn't. That was an inside job. Somebody didn't like him. Somebody didn't like where he was going. And when I looked at... Pop Smoke at the top of the year. He had a lot of things coming his way that was just throwing his vibrations and his frequency off. As far as like the car situation, he was he spent a couple days in jail. His mom situation, you know, moms had to give money for bail. It was a bunch of things that was trying to pull and take away from his greatness and what he was destined to do. But he over, uh, you know, overcame those things. And it's just unfortunate that him being only 20 years old... 20, like, you guys, you understand, 20, that is, that is a baby, to be 20 years old, and to be fucking killed, and not even killed in your own hood, you got out the hood, it's even more fucking mind-blowing, and for any, anybody that's like, oh, LA this, LA that, all y'all niggas could shut the fuck up, period, because it was a lot of rappers I was watching talk about, oh, when niggas come to LA, they need a da-da-da-da-da, what? He got killed in a house. Niggas killed him, not because of where he was located at. That's not what I pick up. Either way, you can, we not justifying nobody killing somebody, bro. It don't matter what city you in. That shit ain't right. It don't matter what city you in. Let's not, let's not get into the old, the city part. Nah, it's about the fact that niggas was jealous and they was hating on him. That's what it boils down to. Not where he was located. He wasn't in no projects. He wasn't in no hood. You know what I'm saying? He could live anywhere. It's the fact that niggas was mad. Niggas was tight. They see a young nigga coming up, getting money. 
that's what that boy was down to. So let's not take it to where he was at. Because that, that wasn't the issue. Not from, not from where I look at it at. I don't think that was the issue. I think the issue was who he was and what he was about to do. That was the issue as to far as why people wanted to take him out. Niggas just mad. Niggas just hating. He had that light about him. He had that, that charm, that charisma, that gangster shit. That He had it all. He had it all very soft-spoken, but also spoke aggressively in his music. He had it. He, he, he was it. This was, this was the guy that was about to take off this year. This was the guy. And y'all motherfuckers killed him. Because y'all was jealous. Because y'all was hating. Because y'all see a nigga shining. You can't take it. I'm telling you, people be jealous of your potential. You ain't even fully there yet, and you niggas is shook. I just spoke about this. I'm like, this is crazy. I almost don't believe it. Because I'm like, yo, he just put out a project out less than two weeks ago. This is crazy. I don't understand why people be upset about what God has gifted the next person. This was his gift. He was destined to be great any fucking ways. I'm very upset. I'm, I'm pissed because this person robbed him from what we, we would have saw from him. What he would have grown and developed to be like. I'm, I'm tight. I really am. I'm pissed. I'm just like, damn. Y'all don't want to see no motherfucking body shining unless it's you. This is crazy. This is fucking crazy. This is crazy. That don't make no goddamn sense. I'm fucking pissed. Young, 20 years old, 20, y'all, 20 years old. I'm keep stressing that. That is young. You a baby. You're not even old enough to buy a drink in the club yet. Come on, bro. Young, getting it lit. Just fucking tight. I pray for his family, his loved ones, people close to him that worked with him. I was watching one girl's video she was posting. I think she worked with, like, the record company, and I think she was close friends with him. You could feel his energy and vibe. He, he seemed like a good person. He seemed like a, he had a gentle soul about him. Just wanted to get money and do and just, you know, chase his dreams. That was, that was kind of the energy I picked up from him. But if you guys do not know, Pop Smoke was born July 20th. He is a cancer. And um, cancer men are very unique. They're, they're, they're different. And you could and I could pick up his his um his his how do I say it? His innocent side of being a cancer. You know, like cancers were really dope, we're loving, we're caring, we're loyal. You know, just don't fuck us over. <laughs> so I thought that was very, you know, like my damn, my cancer brother. Just, you know, when people die, you learn more about them. So it's just unfortunate. And I definitely do recommend you guys checking out his music, streaming his music. You know, long live pop smoke. Let don't let his music die. Just so young and just to have niggas just be jealous and just take your life away. Niggas is out here acting like they playing God and shit. That shit not cool, bro. That shit not cool. So, anyways, I looked up his life path number. If you guys are interested in knowing your own life path number, you guys will need to add up your birthday, the day you were born, the month, the day you were born, and the year. You add that up to get one final number. So I went ahead and added Pop Smoke's number, and I wanted to read about his life path number because it still bothered. It really bothered me the way he died, and how young he died, and the path he was on. So I was just like, well, let me read his life path number. 
So a person with a life path number tends to be hardworking, a natural born leader, a pioneer spirit that is full of energy, a passion for the art. They have a strong desire to be number one, which makes a person with this number, meaning they can manifest very easily. Due to their determination and self-motivation, they won't let anything stand in their way of accomplishing a goal. Their drive allows them to overcome any obstacle or challenges that may that they may encounter. And they have a desire to accomplish great things in their life. Their only need is to focus on what they want in order to achieve it. And I feel like he was on the right path. And, and the fact that this is what a life path number one represents doesn't doesn't shock me at all. You know, um, I'm just mad. I'm just mad because we won't get to see his growth. We won't get to see who he gets, who else he gets to work. We don't see none of that. All we have is just music that he put out and... That's it. It's just fucking tragic, y'all. It's just tragic. It's tragic that jealous, greed, and envy will drive people to this point to where they want to take someone's life. You know? It's disgusting to me. And I pray for, you know, his family and his loved ones and his his friends and his fans. Because this is this was just heartless. This was heartless as fuck. You know, I could only imagine what he, he would tell his sisters, like, yo, I'm about to be on. I'm about to do this. I'm about to take care of my family. And for some niggas just to be fucking mad and hating, it's horrible. It's horrible. So, you know, I definitely do recommend you guys checking in some interviews out of, of this young king, this young king. Let him rest in paradise. You know, I'm just, I was so moved by this because I'm just like, damn, I just started listening to him. What the fuck? What the fuck, man? You ain't got to kill your brother to eat. What the fuck? Shit is disgusting. I don't know. That shit kind of mind fucked me yesterday. It still is because I'm just like, that shit is crazy. Niggas really be hating. Like, for real. That's why you got to really protect yourself and be cautious of the people around you. And, and not to say you need to be, you know, uh, like panicking or nothing like that. But nah, you really got to pay attention because life is so precious. You be here one day and really go on the next. That shit is crazy. Crazy. That shit is really crazy. So, again, if you guys want to read into your life path number, you guys can just go to Google Type in life path number meaning and you can find out what yours is. So I really love this quote from Pop Smoke where he said, turn your pain into champagne. And to think that someone so young says something so wise like that, it's just like that lets me know that he was very smart, very wise and, you know, had a good head on his shoulders. And um, I think that quote represents just taking what you have and making the best of it. And I think that black people, we have mastered taking our pain and making it into art. I think that we have mastered taking the negative and turning it positive. Everything in life is perspective. And I will always keep repeating that to you guys religiously because you could look at a situation in your life and think like, damn, why me? Why this? Why that? Why this? Is? But you could flip it to where you now challenge yourself to overcome something and 
especially us New Yorkers who grow up in these fucked up neighborhoods, we learn how to again take our pain and make it champagne and to dream big and one day get out the fucking hood and make something of ourselves and you know have a name for ourselves and get the things that we want and desire out of life and I think that everyone this year should realize that you know you can make anything happen if you believe in it you know that goes into manifesting and I do believe that he manifested his life. I do believe that he manifested what he wanted to be like. And, um, yeah, I think that we also should embody that energy as well. Meaning, you know, turn that lemon to lemonade, basically. Like, you know. So I I encourage everyone to look at their situation in life and figure out how they could flip it, make it work for them. You know, look at the the good side, not only just the negative, and move forward in life and keep progressing and growing and prevailing because that's what life is about. We're going to constantly be hit with challenges and trials and tribulations that test our faith and our character, but you got to always remember your end goal. And um, yeah, turn that pain into champagne. I really love that. I really love that saying that he said, like, like, damn, yeah, <laughs> you know, and every failure is a blessing just because somebody tell, you no or the door closed or this opportunity didn't happen or this didn't happen for you. That's OK. It probably wasn't for you to begin with. So I really love that video and that quote that he said, because it just speaks volumes to any any area in your life. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that you guys take that and apply it to your to your life and um yeah don't don't think too much about where your life is right now but just focus on the good parts like we focus so much on the negative parts of our lives like oh I don't have this or oh I'm not doing this or oh damn I can't have this I think we don't need to focus on that we need to focus on the good positive things and you know gratitude is the attitude when you guys are manifesting so if you're wanting to attract or have certain things into your life, you got to have a positive attitude. You got to have a, uh, how do I say, you have to have a receiving attitude that you want to receive the blessings that you're asking for. So keep that in mind as well. If you guys are struggling with manifesting and scripting and writing out and visualizing what you want for yourself, you got you to gotta picture yourself the highest version of yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what Pop Smoke did. Meaning, like, I really feel like he visualized himself and who he was going to be. And when you have that light and that confidence, it's it's sad because everybody don't got it. You know what I'm saying? And this is why I keep telling you guys, when you're manifesting, keep that shit to yourself. When, you, when you're planning something and it's not really final, keep it to yourself. It is okay to keep certain things to yourself. And then you get to sit back and you be like, yo, I really manifested that shit. You know what I'm saying? I really worked hard for this. I really put my all into this. You know what I'm saying? I really turned my pain into champagne type shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, you you believe that some rejections and some things was just not for you and some things were. So let's take that energy for 2020 because I know this year is starting off real fucking bizarre and crazy. We're in retrograde. You know, we got we got some legends dying and we got... People that's young and upcoming getting killed. It's it's really crazy out here. But let's stay protected, prayed up, and focus on the goal. Let's like let's continue to keep doing and striving for what we want. 
Chase that dream. You know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do. 2020 is about pissing people off. It's about really stepping into your light and your truth. And and these deaths, man, they hitting us back to back to back. This is getting real out of hand. It's getting crazy. All I could do is stay prayed up and protected. And I pray that you guys, you know, stay prayed up and protected as well. And just be mindful again. Like I said in my last episode, be mindful of who you're talking to, who you're telling your business to, who you're around. All that shit is serious. I don't know why people act like people not jealous, envious, got hidden motives and agendas. Life ain't all fairy tales and rainbows. Sorry to bust it to you. Not saying you need to walk around being scared, but you need to be aware. And that's just what it is. A lot of people are just oblivious to a lot of shit in life. And when shit happens to them, they can't believe it. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, I love you guys. I really do. I love you guys. Thank you guys for supporting me, showing me love on this podcast. Thank you for all the positive feedback that I get from you guys. Thank you to the women that send emails for Girl Talk. So it's about to be the Girl Talk portion, and we about to just jump right into it. All right, so for those who do not know, if you want to be part of Girl Talk and you want advice from me, subject to Girl Talk, keep it anonymous, and please include your age, and I will basically respond and answer it on the podcast. So this one says, hey, Anaya, and girl, she spelled my name wrong. We're going to let her live, though. (laughs) So I'm going to get start. I'm going to get start to the point. Girl, straight to the point. Listen. I'm going to need y'all to proofread some of these emails before sending because I be feeling retarded when I read them on this podcast, okay? She says, I was married at 18 and divorced by 22 because my ex-husband was a cheater. He also got a, a chick pregnant and denied his baby, so that was the end of us. Now I'm 25 years old and I've been dating this guy that I thought was damn near perfect. He's the perfect gentleman, loves his mama slash family, got along great with my family, and I really saw my future with him. But recently he told me he cheated on me and possibly got a female pregnant as well. He said he wanted to be honest with me because he knows my past and didn't want me to hate him. The only thing is I can respect is that he told me and I didn't find out from the other female. I don't want to go through this again, but I'm so tired of dating and I do love him. I feel like women always go through this and it's just the norm. Something expect something expect from us to go through. Chow, who? Who said that? Listen, I ain't got list. Uh, let me finish. I hate that we're just supposed to forget and move on. People love to say, look at Beyonce and Jay-Z. If Beyonce could get cheated on, we all could get cheated on. Lost on what I should do. Don't understand why God would put me through this pain. Please help. Well, first of all, never question God. Number two, you probably didn't learn your lesson from your first marriage and situation. And you're probably not reading the red flags that these niggas are showing you. So, you know, what you decide to do is your business. Who cares what celebrities do? They got money. You know what I'm saying? A billionaire not about to leave another billionaire because financially that doesn't make any fucking sense. Beyonce and Jay-Z are worth more together than separate. And we all know that. So stop listening to what people say. You know, you have to follow your heart. If you want to go through this where you're you're dating a man that you quote on Tation love, but he is now having a child and creating life with another woman. That is up to you to figure out what you're going to deal with. Now you're asking me for my advice. No, women don't have to. I don't know who the fuck told you that. 
Women don't have to deal and put up with anything that a man does. Because if the roles were reversed, a man is not going to compromise and settle if you get pregnant by another nigga and he going to be around because he love you. Hell no. So we need to stop thinking that we have to go through pain in order to receive love because that is a false, that, that, is, that is totally wrong. I don't know who the fuck said that. You know what I'm saying? Stop comparing your life to what other people are doing and how they're handling the situation. At the end of the day, whatever choices and decisions that you make, you have to live with. Nobody else will. You know what I'm saying? If you love this man and you feel like you could look past it, that's your business. But don't think that women have to settle and deal with this. You may be getting this this repeated cycle because you didn't learn from the first marriage or the first love, the first go round that a man is cheating on you or a man is doing something. You may not have recognized and seen the signs or read between the lines of characteristics and traits. And you're probably you probably didn't learn the lesson. This is why it's happening again. It's not that you don't desire and deserve love. It's probably the fact that you're naive and you are not seeing things for what it is. And you're probably jumping into to situations with your heart first and not your mind as well. So maybe that's why you're, you're going through this process again. You know, life gives us the same type of scenarios and situations until we actually learn it. Do not beat yourself up and think, oh, women have to go through this. No, we don't. I don't know who the fuck told you that because that's a goddamn lie. I don't have to deal with anybody mistreating me, cheating on me, lying to me, abusing me verbally, mentally or spiritually. You don't have to deal with that. When you respect yourself as a queen, you don't have to settle for anybody and what and, and, and compromise for behavior that you would not accept if it, or you will not accept or wouldn't even want your child to to, you know, accept. If you was to have a daughter, would you tell your daughter to stay with a man that's cheating on her? Come on. You know what I'm saying? Let's start thinking, ladies. Let's start using our noggins. What makes sense? Don't let your feelings and your emotions cloud up your mind and your judgment. We got to sometimes step out of our situation and be realistic and look at it from a different perspective and ask ourselves, am I playing myself or, or, or what's up? You get what I'm saying? So that's what I, I that's my homework to you. Do some reflecting. This is your life. You're not a Beyonce. He's damn sure not Jay-Z. And he damn sure ain't got no Jay-Z money. And not saying that it boils down to money, but at the end of the day, sometimes it do in certain situations and when it comes to status, fame, and, and all this other stuff. So my advice to you is having love and compassion and someone being faithful and honest is not a privilege. That should come with love. Love is not about being hurt and love is not about all these other things that society or just they try to portray black women to accept. I don't know who the fuck said that because I don't agree with none of the shit you said. Women got to no, we ain't got to deal with none of that shit. A nigga acting up, he got to get the fuck and that's it. Stop settling because you're tired of dating, ladies. Stop settling because you just want to get it right with this one nigga because you kind of like him. Stop settling. Stop settling. You got your whole life ahead of you. 25, you're young as fuck. <laughs> you're not 45 dating. You feel me? Like, let's stop settling for and, 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 and bending backwards and, and giving niggas passes for stupid shit like having a fucking baby on you. You feel me? I don't know your relationship. I don't know your love language. And I damn sure don't know his. But I'm going to tell you right now, as a woman, you don't have to settle for no nigga like that. That's the choice you want to make. You're going to have to live with that. But I'm going to let you know on this podcast and any woman who listening may be in a situation, you damn sure ain't got to deal with no nigga like that. Period.
All right, so this next email says, hey, Anaya girl, love your personality. I love your girl talks and I need some advice. I'm gonna keep it short. I've been talking to this guy for a year. We started talking in March of 2019 and I don't really know if we even started a relationship because I wanted him to ask me to be his girl and he never did until about January 30th of this year. Anyway, my issue is his baby mama. He bought her a new he bought her her own apartment so their son can have somewhere to stay and he sleeps there every night cuz she has an early shift and he watches the baby until he has to go to work. What? Hell no. Nah. He says he doesn't mess with her but when she calls he expects me to be quiet and won't pull up to their apartment with me in the car. <laughs> yeah. What he posts pictures of her on his IG occasionally because he acts and he says it doesn't mean anything. He lacks in communication and seems to never have time for me. I feel clearly he's still messing with her, but I want us to work out. Do I wait for him to get his shit together or it is a lost cause and let him and that baby mama keep their toxicity over there? Girl, you was not even in his picture. The man live over there. He don't sleep over there every night. Girl, he live there. He damn near live there. He answer the phone. You got to be quiet. You the side piece. That's what you are. You the side girl. You ain't got no relationship with him. He's just trying to maintain his main thing and his side thing at the same time. That's what the fuck that is. I wish a nigga would tell me to be quiet. First of all, I'm loud. So, nigga, who's, who's calling us? <laughs> okay. No, you you the side girl. You the you the side piece. That's what you are. Sorry to bust it to you. You the side piece. You the thing that he keep on the side. Then he's posting his baby mom. They live together. Ain't no nigga about to just buy no girl no crib and that nigga over there. His shit is over there. He sleep shit, eat piss, fuck over there. That's what he doing over there, girl. He is he's he's being daddy. He's playing house in his house that he pays bills for. He didn't get her apartment. He got them an apartment. The fact that you got to be quiet when she calls and then you can't pull up in the car with... Girl, he is in a relationship. What kind of shit is that? He is in a relationship. Him and that girl got a baby together and they are in a relationship. That's what the fuck is going on. He tells you the girl don't mean nothing. Girl, you be a fool if you believe anything that nigga saying out his mouth. He's, you need to let it go. You need to be with somebody that's going to respect you. And not be on that sneaky shit. Because he's on that sneaky shit. Clearly. You are not the main girl. You are not the one he's... Nah. Dub his ass. That's all. You go MIA. Don't don't answer his calls. None of that. Move on. Next. That's not the nigga for you, sis. That's that girl, nigga. That ain't your nigga. Hey, Anaya. Girl. I first want to say you are beautiful inside and out. I appreciate for all that you do. For all women, especially minority women, giving us the motivation to believe in ourselves and have great confidence. You operate with class and dignity, which shows how much respect you have for yourself. Teaching the younger women how to treat themselves as well. We need more people like you in this world. Thank you, babes. She says, well, I'm going to get right to it. I'm very embarrassed to say, but I'll go ahead and say it. I'm 25. I turned 26 in April. And sadly, I've let over 12 men have me intimately over my short life spam and i feel that i'm not worthy of love and or 
a husband, even though that's what I want. I have made a promise with God that I won't allow another man to have me unless I am married first, but I still feel like I would never find someone who will want to be with me because of my past. Should I just consider myself a hoe and declare the life to single to live single and oh my god and to disgrace to my family and be a disgrace girl you are thinking too hard um let me say this how many sex partners you have is your business you know um i don't know where this whole how many sex partners you have determined this and this and that at the end of the day everybody falls in love and everybody feels sexually attracted to people and everybody deals with things differently so at the end of the day if you feel like okay I don't want to deal with men and and have sex with them and it's no kind of connection and you want something serious, you can have that. I don't know why you think that a man is going to judge you based on your past unless he knows your past. You know what I'm saying? Like your past is nothing to be ashamed of. If you can acknowledge where you fucked up and how you want to improve, that's all that matters. There's so many people that want to try to break you down or beat up who you are, your character or your ways of doing. And you cannot self-sabotage yourself into thinking that you don't deserve love, happiness and joy because you fucked a couple of niggas. Girl, goodbye. <laughs> okay, get you. Get, if you feel that type of way, girl, go ahead and detox your body. Okay, detox your JJ. Do some clear meditations and put out good energy because a man is going to love you for who and what you are, especially a man that you're marrying. He doesn't give a fuck about your past. He, he's more focused and content with who you are and where you are going in life. So if you're struggling, thinking that you're not going to be married and no nigga's going to love you because you fuck 12 niggas, girl, it's not the end of the world, okay? You'll find love, but you have to want to be able to receive love and you have to know that you are worthy of receiving love and that you are capable of being loved and giving love regardless of your past. OK, so for anybody who feels that way, y'all need to stop thinking that because it's not that deep. OK, <laughs> you'll find a husband, you'll marry somebody, you'll fall in love with somebody that's going to love you and love you for who you are and not who you pretend to be and not who you want to be, but for you. And the higher version of you. So if you think that way, you need to stop thinking that way. Because that's, that's a low vibrational way of thinking. And that doesn't serve anything. That's, that's nothing positive. To think that you're just going to be single forever because you done fucked 12 niggas. What? Girl, don't nobody care about the, all that. As long as you ain't got no fucking diseases out here. And you're not just trifling. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. We all make mistakes and we all do things in life that we may not be proud of, but that is not the final done or be all. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I also wanted to give you guys a special announcement. I will be in Los Angeles. So to my followers and my listeners that are in the Los Angeles area, whether you're in the Bay Area, pull up on me, okay? I'm going to be in LA March 14th. I'm doing a shopping meet and greet. Um, at the Style Animal storefront in Los Angeles. The address is posted on the flyer. It is from 12 to 4. There will be a DJ there. We're going to have fun. And I'm super excited about this because 
this is just three black women linking up, connecting, and doing something dope. And um, I'm just super excited. Me and the Style Animal owner, we are doing a collab collection that will only be sold in the store. So I want you guys to come out, come shopping. Let's take pictures. Let's have fun. The store has a lot of cute items. It is black owned. Support your, you know, support your black business owners. The DJ is is young and black, getting it. So I'm super excited to um, do this. I've been wanting to do something like this. And I'm excited. So we're starting off 2020, kicking ass, doing girl shit. You feel me? So if you guys are in the Los Angeles area, I definitely do want you guys to come out and meet me. This is not a stuffy, stuck up situation. We're going to have fun. I'm going to be talking to you guys, having fun, shopping, you know, talking about fashion, whatever. We're going to have fun. So don't be shy. Don't be like, oh, Anaya, I have nobody. Just come to the store. Just come to the store. All right. So um, super excited about that. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys on my next episode. Love you guys. Mwah.